Life Audio. Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. We all know that prayer is important. That's the whole reason why we have this Teach Us to Pray podcast to empower you to tap into the power of prayer. But what do you do when you just don't feel like praying? We're going to talk about that and more in today's episode. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I encourage, equip and empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. I woke up this morning and if I'm honest, I just did not feel like myself. And the word in that sentence that I want to talk about is feel. Sometimes we just don't feel like ourselves. We don't feel like doing things that we normally enjoy doing. And one of those things might be prayer. I hope that as Christians who are mature and who are maturing in the process of sanctification and become more and more like Christ, we've come to know that It is not wise to allow our feelings to dictate our actions and what we do, that we need to be able to live beyond our feelings because the truth is feelings, they come and go. They don't last forever. So what do we do then when we don't feel like doing something that we know is very important for our lives? What do we do when we don't feel like praying when we know that it is essential to our spiritual lives. And there are a few things that I want to discuss with you on today's episode in how to approach those delicate times where you're just not feeling it. (laughs) The first thing that I want you to do when you don't feel like praying is to take time to assess why you feel the way that you do. Now, I think that one thing that we can do as Christians that we're really good at doing that we shouldn't do is judging ourselves and others too quickly. But specifically, we're talking about judging ourselves because we're talking about what you can do when you don't feel like praying. And so what I mean by that is that sometimes we're quick to just assume like, oh, I'm just being lazy 
or, oh, I'm just not a good Christian or, oh, I need to do better. I need to get my relationship better with God. Like there's something wrong with us. And not to say that we don't live in a fallen world. And I'm not saying that we're not perfect. There are plenty of things that we can list that are wrong with us. However, I think that we make a big mistake when we're so quick to just jump on the idea that, oh, I'm just out of God's will. I'm sending something's wrong with me and not really assess what's going on with the deeper feelings that that you're experiencing, right? We go quick to just a blame game and putting labels on ourselves than, than to really take time and, and really look at, okay, what's going on in my life right now that would cause me to not want to pray, right? So it might be that you are a new mom and you are sleep deprived and you're exhausted. And so you're not lazy because you're doing stuff every single day. Now, someone might ask you, well, what did you do today? And you're like, I have no idea when really, you know, changing diapers and running after a toddler and going to cook dinner and just all those little things, they really add up. And so we might feel like we're not doing anything. And so then we feel like, well, if I don't feel like doing more, then maybe I'm lazy. And that's not really the case. But sometimes we can get so busy in our lives that we don't take the time to kind of step back and actually look at our lives and assess what's going on. Why are these feelings bubbling up inside of me? Because feelings, no, they should not lead our lives, but they are signals to us letting us know certain things that might be going on in our lives things that can actually be adjusted, right? So if we tell ourselves, oh, I'm just lazy, like, well, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, we say it like there's just no hope for me. And if you have Jesus, then there is hope. But I don't want us to get so quick to just assume that we're just like, oh, I'm just the worst Christian ever because I think that those thoughts are not productive and they're not fruitful to getting us to the prayer lives that we want to have, even when we don't feel like it. So again, assess your life. Has something happened recently that triggered you? Did you see a car accident? Did someone that you love go to the hospital? Have you experienced something traumatic? These are things that will lead to feelings that will prevent you from wanting to pray. Is there something going on in your life, in your relationship with God, something that's making you question God, question his character, right? And so sometimes we can have these subconscious thoughts going on in our head without really acknowledging them because we haven't actually expressed it. We haven't actually sat down and admitted to what we're actually thinking and feeling so that we can process it. And so all we know is just, I just don't really feel like praying or I just don't really feel like reading my Bible or I just don't feel like approaching God. But what we need to do is assess why we feel that way. And the reason why we need to do that is because that is going to be key in us approaching God in prayer, even when we don't feel like it. Because the truth is, we can pray for our feelings. We can pray that God will change our hearts. I love that the psalmist says, create in me a clean heart. He's praying for his will. He's praying for his desires. And sometimes I think we give too much power to our feelings. Like, if I just feel this way, I'm just always going to feel this way. And the truth is that God is sovereign over our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions, and he can handle them. But we have to be willing to trust him with our emotions. We have to be willing to be open about how we're actually feeling in the first place. And then we can, what the Bible says, cast 
our cares on God, right? We can actually pray to God about why we don't feel like praying. We can pray about the feelings that are leading us to not want to pray in the first place. And so if you don't feel like praying, that's where I want to encourage you to start. Well, why not? And pray about that. Take that to God because he can handle it. Next, I want you to take small steps towards prayer, right? Sometimes we don't feel like praying because we feel like we have to have these long four-hour prayers that are just like super spiritual. (laughs) And I love this quote that I heard from Dr. Tony Evans a few years ago. And I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember how he said it exactly, but he said, a short prayer is better than no prayer, right? So even if you don't feel like it, but you know that prayer is important to your life, I encourage you, even if it's just that Jesus, please be with me today, amen, then do that, right? Do it every day and continue to just keep up the practice of prayer. Because I'll tell you this, it is easier to build up to what you would feel is a better prayer. I I hate to use that term, but whatever you feel like is a sufficient prayer life for you. It's easier to build up from that from a small prayer than no prayer at all. And so I've actually learned about this because I've been doing strength training. I've shared on the podcast before that I had a neck injury in 2021. And so through my healing and recovery, physical therapy, all the things, I'm feeling great. But what I want to do is I want to strengthen my muscles so that I can hopefully prevent future injury now that I'm feeling great. The thing about building muscle, however, is that you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent. And so I'm reading up on how to build muscle and, you know, it requires certain exercises, maintaining a certain diet and things like that. But the key thing that I'm learning is that consistency is so important is to just keep it up. And one thing that I was reading was that even if you have a day where you don't feel like exercising and you feel like it is just a really bad exercise that you do, like let's say you do five minutes or maybe you do like a 15 minute exercise, but you just feel like it wasn't a really, it didn't really strengthen you with the way that you wanted it to. It's still better than nothing because it's easier for your body to go from a bad exercise to okay exercise to a good exercise than from no exercise at all. And so you want to keep the momentum going in your exercise routine even if you feel like it was a not so good exercise day to just do something, right? And so I would encourage you to treat your prayer life and your spiritual muscle for prayer the same way. Even if you only got a two second prayer, that's all you can lift up today, then lift that up, right? Small prayer, short prayer is better than no prayer at all. And I think that when we don't feel like praying, it's easier to come and continue to pray anyways, if we know that it doesn't have to be like this super big thing, right? Which leads me to my last point that I want to encourage you to do. When it comes to praying, even when you don't feel like it, is to allow yourself to just be still. Sometimes when we're tired and we're worn out, we feel like we have to do all the things and that even our relationship with God is up to us, when in reality, it's all up to him. He's done all the work and we're just responding to what he's already done. 
But I want to encourage you to enter God's presence and be comfortable enough to just be still, to not pray, but to pray in the sense that you're having a silent prayer. I've shared before with you that I mentioned in past podcasts, the interview that I did with Patrice and go back and check out that interview with Patrice Burrell because we talked about silent prayers and how we can still receive the power of prayer even when we're not talking. It doesn't have to be just us talking. In fact, it shouldn't be because then we need to open up and allow space for God to speak back to us. And so it's okay to be still and just be quiet in our prayers and not have to say anything and know that God still hears us. He knows our hearts. But also, even when we finish praying, it is okay to not have the answers that we were looking for when we walk away. It's okay to walk away without an answer or some big supernatural spiritual experience. It's enough to just be in his presence. And I think that sometimes when we don't feel like praying that word enough, am I doing enough for God? Am I praying enough? Is this prayer long enough? Create such a burden and a weight on us that that's what's making us not feel like praying. Because if you feel pressure to do it, you're not going to want to do it. And so I want to provide you all with just permission today to, if all you got is a small prayer or all you have is to just sit still in God's presence and know that he knows your heart, or if you need time to just cast your cares on him and let him know how you feel and why you don't want to pray, that God is here, he's available, he hears, and he cares. Did you know that God made us all beautifully different even in the way that we pray? That's right. Your prayer personality is the unique way you are most likely to communicate with God. And knowing which of the three personality types you have can equip you to hear from God more clearly and overcome any obstacles to your communication with Him. I invite you to take my prayer personality quiz to learn how you best hear from God, how you most likely connect with Him in prayer, and just to have a little fun. Take the quiz now at prayquiz.com or find the link in the show notes for today's show. It is my hope that today's episode has provided you with insightful and helpful tips on how you can pray. We have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer. So I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, you will share it with a friend and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we will continue to learn how just like breathing, prayer can become a natural, consistent, and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me at belovedwomen.org or join me on the Beloved Women app for unlimited videos to grow your faith, learn God's word, and encourage your soul. Available now in the Apple and Google Play stores or at belovedwomen.tv. Thank you so much for listening today. And until next time, God bless. Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com.
Hello, I'm Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we are the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. What we believe is that addiction is not a surprise to God. That's right. We discuss addiction from a biblical worldview and how true freedom comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Absolute freedom from addiction. The secular worldview of once an addict, always an addict is just not true. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, subscribe to Life After Addiction at lifeaudio.com.